हेलो होला नमस्ते वेलकम बैक टू माय शो म्यूजिफाइड विद आशी आई एम योर होस्ट एंड दोस्त अश्विनी आई होप यू ऑल आर डूइंग ऑसम इफ नॉट आई होप दिस एपिसोड विल चीयर यू अप वेल एज कोटेड बाय द वेरी फेमस एंड द लेजेंडरी बीकेएस अयंगार योर बॉडी एग्जिस्ट्स इन द पास्ट एंड योर माइंड एग्जिस्ट्स इन द फ्यूचर बट इन योगा दे कम टुगेदर इन प्रेजेंट it is essentially a practice for your soul working through the medium of your body says the author tara fraser this holds very much true for today's episode with an incredible soul on this note in this episode we are going to discuss about a young woman's trajectory to self acceptance how yoga became a key for her metamorphosis and how culture played a role in the way she looked at herself well this is going to be absolutely a fun and an inspiring conversation so sit back get your popcorn ready and let's roll hey guys today we have a guest who is an incredible soul with positive vibes always filled around with her she is bubbly smart business owner her name is celia antonio a uh, celia is a brand strategist web designer blogger former yoga teacher and an up and coming influencer celia grew up wanting to be a model and a fashion designer but her life path changed when she took her first yoga class in 2014 today she helps women step into their leadership and live the life they love by designing websites and brand strategies well her journey is one of the kind and what strikes me most is her kindness and the million dollar smile i first met her in a group meeting and she was so kind enough to me to ensure that i spoke up what i had in my mind and that consideration to people is what touched my heart thank you so much for coming on to my show celia it is truly an honor that was such a beautiful interview i have tears in my eyes <laughs> so sweet thank you so much. much i'm really excited no. to be here uh so celia firstly i wanted to ask you was from fashion to brand strategies how did that happen and uh, wh- how did it occur to you that you know this is my path the uh, brand strategy and website designing is going to be my path how did you come to that well surprisingly fashion design and brand strategy isn't really that different because mm-hmm. in fashion school we had to study specific labels right. like chanel fendi and all of that and we had to be able to recognize something on a runway and say this is this designer or this is that designer. So it kind of came naturally with my background training. Okay. Um but the fashion industry was definitely an unhealthy environment. <laughs> so are you still into that uh, industry or like I mean do you design or I do more designs on my computer now like graphic designs now. So I do oh, a lot of everything you see in my website or my Instagram is all designed by me for now. Cuz so wow. far my business is just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I have seen your uh, reels, you know, on your Instagram. It's like truly incredible, and you know, taking the path of self love is truly inspiring, Celia. Thank you. Creating all of that is really fun for me. I could l- literally sit on the computer and create for hours. <laughs> And uh, Celia, coming to body positivity. So, when did you first feel insecure about your body? How did your behavior change due to this, and how did you respond to this? Um, the first time I'm trying to think back, I would say when I was a child. So, my mom remarried when I was three, and um, my stepdad is from Pakistan, and uh, his family is very religious. He's not very religious himself, but when we were kids, we would go to mosque and stuff, and they would tell us like, when you're older, you have to cover. 
your whole body. And um, they would make me and my sister like bring my dad water and food as soon as he got home and clean. But my brother didn't have to do anything. So as a little girl, I kind of saw this difference between being a girl and being a boy. And I saw that like women and girls weren't as important as boys. That was like the message I got. So I think that's where the insecurity started. And it just kind of like progressed as I got older. And I was going, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles, where Hollywood is such a huge influence. And what I saw on TV, you know, when I was a kid, what was on TV was like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, everything was so like sexual. And it was just like this push to like, this is how you have to be. And and then in the media, I would always see like what was presented as beautiful growing up in the West. It was always blonde, big boobs, really skinny and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't look like that. So even though I was skinny, I was like wondering where my curves were when they were going to (laughs) come. It was just I didn't realize that at the time that as an adult, like looking back, that was like not very healthy. There were a kind of a mixed messages, right? Like culturally as well. So you you got confused as to, uh, you know, what should I adapt right now? Yeah, because like my stepdad's family would refer to a woman who's like curvy. They would say that she was healthy. But then like my mom being from Germany, she was always working out and always like, oh, I can't eat bread because I'm going to get fat. Or like she would say things about her body that I didn't realize at the time. But then I would, you know, take on that belief. So it was definitely mixed messages. And then I think it started in fifth grade. Okay. Because I was really tall. I was like the tallest girl. Um, And my feet were already the size they still are today. And I'm taller now than I was then. So like I was this like awkward girl with like huge feet, long arms and stuff. So I think that's where the insecurity started. Did it affect you on, you know, on a mental level? Because I know what you told is like, you know, might be small for others for you as growing up. Mm -hmm. It is a huge difference in mentally as well, right? Yeah, it does. I was never confident uh, about my body until yoga. Like before that, Mm -hmm. it was like, so I have this one message of someone who has curves being healthy. I didn't have any curves. And then I had this one message of someone who was skinny, but had like big boobs was uh, was also beautiful and I was skinny but I was like flat <laughs> I had nothing <laughs> so uh, this I'm very curious about uh, how did yoga play a role in your life and transform your life uh, Celia uh, when uh, I initially spoke to you you reinstated that your insecurities regarding your body melted away because of yoga so how did that help you and how did it transform you I think with yoga it started because of taking time to listen to my inner voice and just just being aware I feel like awareness definitely melts away insecurity. Right. Not only learning yoga, you were also a yoga teacher. So yeah. Did, yeah. So did you share your mental experiences? Um, the interesting thing about teaching yoga is like when you go to yoga and you practice it for yourself, it's one thing. But then becoming a teacher is a whole nother level of uncomfortability right. to get past. So I had to learn like I started going to public speaking classes to just feel comfortable teaching in front of crowds because eventually I would teach I think the biggest class I taught was like 50 people Wow! and by that point I was comfortable but um, the way I would share my experience at the time was on my Instagram which the Instagram I have now used to be my yoga one I just changed the username Oh, if you scroll back if you scroll (laughs) back you'll see my yoga pictures (laughs) and um, I would also 
share like just a few sentences here and there during like the end of class, but I would never really go in depth because personally, I don't like a yoga class where the teacher talks too much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Did yoga change in the way you think about yourself and about the insecurities you had? Not only physical yoga helps mentally as well. So can you give a few uh, instances where you felt, you know, yoga did help you? So with yoga, I realized that my body is separate from my soul and from my mind and my body is like I'm gonna start to cry maybe but (laughs) my body is what like just gives me gives me this experience of being a human you know it's like yeah yeah. it's the vessel which with we can do everything we do in life right and it's just kind of heartbreaking that like there there's so much um, insecurity pushed on us through big businesses and marketing so they can make money off of us and like so many people hate their bodies but it's just like your body is beautiful beautiful no matter what it looks like right. no matter what shape it is no matter what color it is no matter what your physical abilities are your body is like a miracle <laughs> awesome i'm uh, i'm getting goosebumps now but uh, <laughs> uh see yeah being skinny you did you get bullied okay. i definitely got bullied in uh seventh grade because i was new in town i had just moved to a nicer neighborhood i grew up in redondo beach mm-hmm. and and um, I was weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I in elementary school I was somewhere where we wore uniforms. So now this was the first time I was in a school where I could wear what I want, and right. my family didn't have too much money. So like everything I wore was like from the clearance rack at Gap and Old Navy. Uh-huh. So I would definitely get made fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the kids in the school were mostly like well off, so they had like really nice clothes and stuff. And here I am showing up with my like butterfly T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so I would get made fun of hard, and I also. My glasses at the time were these like mm-hmm. tiny little ovals. Oh. So I was just like, that was my awkward face for sure. You gotta share yeah. that pic. <laughs> yeah, I have to find. I have to find one out to ask my mom. <laughs> yeah, I'll find that. I'll send it to you. And another uh, thing I was curious about was, uh, did fashion as your career influence the way you looked at your body or like influenced your thoughts? It definitely did. So okay. I decided to be a fashion designer. I think when I was like 14 or 15, because I took sewing class in high school. We had sewing class and we had fashion class, and just the process of making something by hand and then it's being a real thing that you can wear I was in love with it okay so I became obsessed and my whole bedroom wall in high school was I had one whole wall just collaged with mostly Dolce and Gabbana models and and but it was it was bad because I would like not let myself eat after 7 p.m even if I was hungry because I needed to look like the girls in the (laughs) magazine okay I would take I haven't thought about this for a long time but I would take a shoe shoelace and tie uh-huh. it around my waist to give myself more of like hourglass. Oh my that God. Would, yeah, I thought that that would help if I wore it like every day for I don't know how many months, but I would wear that and it was just unhealthy. Like I would exercise and I would I would go to the gym, but it was never for my health. It was only to like look hot. 
<laughs> like that was my motivation to just look good. And that's why I went to the gym. I just wanted to look like like the models I saw, mm-hmm. especially like Victoria's Secret. They were very skinny, but you can also tell that their muscles were strong. Right. So like yeah. that's what I was trying to do, but never really worked. It was never it was never healthy. <laughs> so what changed, Celia? How did you think, okay, this is not healthy. So I need to come out of this. And how did you know? And did you uh, seek any help from therapy? or? So two years after, actually a year after college, mm-hmm. I was at work. Um, it, I was working in a showroom and I was the assistant of a designer in Miami. Mm-hmm. And her and one other person that we would work with would sit and just like gossip all day. Oh. And I would just sit there and not be a part of a conversation because that's not a real conversation to me. And it's not, it's a toxic conversation. So that kind of made me a little stressed because I felt like I had to like pretend to be something I was not at work or that things weren't aligned. So then I um, was like, okay, I've always heard that yoga is good for releasing stress. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, but yoga is expensive, isn't it? So I just Googled at the time I was living in Miami, Florida, I Googled free yoga in Miami. And I found um, there's this beach yoga. If anyone listening lives in Miami Beach, there's free beach yoga every morning at 7 a.m. on the sand while the like when you get there, the Uh sun isn't up yet and then I remember the first class I was in like warrior one or warrior two and the sun coming up and you're like looking up in the sky and it's just pink and orange it was so beautiful I mean I think that changed your life definitely and after going for about six months I approached um, the favorite teacher that I had because there were four different teachers but one teacher I I particularly liked his class so I asked him about a training that I had seen online Mm -hmm. and he introduced me to his wife who um, she was the one that ran the training that I went to and I remember the first time going to her class I just cried in her class like while I was in pigeon pose I think because I felt like I was exactly where I needed to be in that moment and like I was entering a new chapter in life Yeah, I think that's the ultimate moment. Uh, that mm-hmm. experience. I think very uh, few people experience that. But yeah, you're blessed to have that change in your life. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes from just being open to opportunities around you and like right. listening to the voice you have inside right. and following that e- even when the voice is telling you to do something that you, you might be scared of. Scared of, yeah. Out of the comfort zone, yeah. Which I think that never goes away because yeah, it will. <laughs> once you get over one fear then there's another fear waiting in the corner <laughs> yeah and Dilia, did you wish and crave that if I had that part perfect or part of your body perfect then I would be happy that kind of insecurity I always wanted a boob job <laughs> <laughs> When I was like maybe 12, since I was 12 until I started doing yoga, then that like faded away. I'm glad I never had the money to do it because <laughs> now I love how my body is. I wouldn't change anything, but I always wanted a boob job. <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't happen. I know. The crazy thing is like we think if we get surgery to fix something, then the problem will go away, but it yeah. won't because it's never about how things look like. It's deeper than that. Yeah, it's deeper in your mind and your heart. Yeah. So what's the craziest thing you've ever done uh, with respect to your insecurities? Like while I'm in a moment where I'm feeling insecure? Yes. I think it's the not eating, like if I was hungry. Like I was really strict with like once it was 7 
p.m. or whatever time I don't remember exactly I would just be like I am not eating right like for you to not put on weight or like you had a strict schedule to be healthy like how was it I don't know I don't know why I did it looking back because mm-hmm. I was always skinny and like looking back at that time when I would do that when I was 15 I did have a little bit more weight in my face mm-hmm. I think because it was like baby baby fat or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um I think it was also like because re- I would read a lot of like Elle magazine and Marie Claire and stuff and they constantly had diet stuff on there and they constantly had things in there that was like don't eat after this time it's bad for you and right, yes. I think that's why I did it and uh, Celia recently you started doing live videos for the very yeah. first time so how <laughs> did you feel how how was your experiences and how did you come out of it you appeared confident you knew what to talk and your presence of mind everything was spot on so how did you feel how did oh, you come you. out of that shell yeah thank you <laughs> um so the it's funny because the first time I went live I wanted to go live for a month <laughs> and I just <laughs> yeah. kept putting it off and then I finally posted about it and I was like okay now I have to do it mm. and the first live that I did I actually wrote like three pages front and back of exactly what I was going to say <laughs> and um then the day that i went live i was reading through it and it was just making me nervous so then when i was live on social media i just kind of like spoke from the heart and spoke from memory instead of trying to like recite a speech right yeah yeah and that's really helped me to like yes to prepare before and think about what i'm going to say but then when i'm on not to like be so strict with like gotta talk about this and that and that right I'll, i'll usually have a little page with a few bullet points Mm -hmm. I'll keep it near me but I won't really look at it and then as I'm waiting for like sometimes I'll ask if someone has a question and then while I'm waiting for that I'll be like let me just look at my notes I want to make sure I'm telling you guys everything today Mm -hmm. something that also really helped is that um I do get nervous I Mm -hmm. I think it doesn't really show that much but when that (laughs) (laughs) um, but when that happens instead of saying out loud to the camera that um sorry guys I feel nervous or things something like that Mm -hmm. instead I say like oh I'm mixing up my words because I'm so excited to be live today oh awesome that's an awesome it's been a great like mind trick for me because I feel like excitement and fear feel the same in the body right yeah and when I say it out loud that I'm excited then the nerves go away and my smile is even bigger Yeah, you're tricking your mind, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celia, can you uh, give us a few tips uh, to accept yourself and to, you know, go through the self-love and not be harsh on yourself and mm-hmm. to be just let go and just be kind? So can you give a few uh, tips for our listeners, which helped you? Um, a huge one that really helped me is something called mirror work, where, mirror work. Yeah, where if there's like a message that you're wanting to hear from someone, like let's say you want a specific family member to tell you I'm proud of you then you go in front of the mirror and you say that to yourself wow okay and that is that's very powerful Awesome. That helped me a lot. Another one that helps a lot is um, affirmations. But with affirmations, uh, something to be aware of is when you hear an affirmation, Mm -hmm. you might reject it. You might Mm -hmm. be like, oh, no, that's not true. So then uh, I would invite anyone listening to maybe like change the affirmation. So if the affirmation, for example, is I love my body and Mm -hmm. you you hear that in a recording you're listening to and you're like, no, I don't love my body. That's not that's going to do more damage than good. So instead, 
but maybe change it to I'm on my way to loving my body or I'm on a journey towards loving my body because then it's more it's more like inviting and more not as harsh wow amazing (laughs) thank you so much Celia it's been an honor to host you and I loved it and I it was too fun and you're such an amazing soul I wish you the very best everything in your life and uh, yeah do you have anything else to say to my listeners um you're beautiful just the way you are (laughs) yay thank you so much for having me Ashley this was really fun this was a beautiful conversation Thank you so, so, so very much, guys, for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. Alright, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashi. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.